Shalom and praise be to God. I want to greet you this Wednesday morning as I bring to you the devotion. As usual, we are going to talk about God's mission and our theme is divine alignment. Today, in God's mission, we will talk about the supremacy of Christ that is the royal priesthood our text comes from the book of hebrews hebrews chapter 7 verse 14 to 17 for it is evident that our lord sprang out of judah of which tribe moses spake nothing concerning priesthood and it is yet far more evident for that after the similitude of melchizedek there ariseth another priest who is made not after the law of a carnal commandment but after the power of an endless life for he testifies thou art a priest forever after the order of melchizedek shall we pray dear loving father in the name of jesus we thank you we honor you we lift your name thank you that you planned our lives and our times our salvation and our journey to glory many years before we were even born you planned god's mission from the beginning of time you are such a great god and you ordained a priesthood a royal priesthood even long longer than the ironic priesthood in the dispensation of the law because you had a plan for redemption of mankind from the heads of the earth from every nation every tongue and every language and this is the royal priesthood upon which me as a person is a beneficiary having not been in the original chosen people of god the nation of israel but you had a plan for me and you ordained a priesthood that is universal, that is an adding, that is royal, that is Christ Jesus for the sake of my redemption, for the sake of my sanctification and preparation to live for you and with you and to walk in your power because of the spirit of sonship and the rights and the legal benefits of this priesthood the benefit of propitiation where my sins are forgiven blotted out and i remain like i never sinned this royal priesthood i worship you i thank you that because of this royal priesthood we are going to reach out to the halola people they are 
covered by this priesthood? Or do you know this? Or do you model it through Melchizedek, even as he blessed Abraham, from whose loins is the tribe of Levi, the Aaronic priests? Jesus existed in his priesthood and long before we could even imagine what his priesthood was all about this plan is wonderful and with this plan we go to the mission field trusting and believing that it is a kingly priesthood and the holy spirit of god will be with us and we will overcome and we shall take the people through the priesthood journey, the priesthood activities from repentance, from the altar, from the word, from the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit until the presence of God for perpetual worship and fellowship. And the people of God walk with God in full blessings through the revelation this is a great moment for me as i labor in the mission because i know i'm under the royal priesthood we shall translate the people of the halula mission into saints according to the plans of god before the beginning of time such is our god may your name be glorified May your name be lifted up in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. The royal priesthood existed long before the Aaronic priesthood, as Bible records that Abraham tithed to Melchizedek and gave him bread and wine. This was centuries before the priesthood of Aaron. Notice bread, that's Jesus, and wine representing his blood, his redemption, his propitiation, his life. This is a model of Christ. This is what God intended for the salvation of the entirety of mankind for God so loved the world and he executed a grand plan to reconcile the world back to him from the fall. God is great, our God is merciful, our God is full of favor and grace, our God is wonderful. This is the model that is actually a type of Christ as manifested by Melchizedek in his encounter with Abraham, as well as revealed to Paul as he wrote the book of Hebrews. I say Paul because the book of Hebrews has a strongly Paul's style of writing with reference to chains, Italy, and Timothy. We know Paul's in boards, Paul in Rome prison, and also Paul featuring so prominently in life of Timothy, and all these are mentioned in relation to the writer of the book of Hebrew. But I digress. Let's talk about the royal priesthood. The royal priesthood was also modeled in the ministry of David, who was actually king 
from the tribe of Judah, as was the case with all the kings of Israel. And David performed priestly duties, which was reserved for priests and strictly from the tribe of Levi. We see David so naturally asking for the effort and going ahead to inquire of the Lord, something that meant death for any other person who was not from the tribe of Levi. David was thus both king and priest, a model that was going to manifest in the ministry of Christ as he came to reconcile the world to God due to sin from the fall of man. Jesus is therefore modeled by Melchizedek and David as the true royal priest as per the plan of God. But why royal priesthood? Why didn't we just continue with the Aaronic priesthood from the tribe of Levi as it was the case in the dispensation of the law? God wanted a universal redemption plan in the dispensation of grace. That is the dispensation of the gospel. That is the dispensation of the finished work of the cross of Calvary, which allowed us Gentiles to be co-opted in and grafted to the true vine, which is Jesus Christ, and join the commonwealth of God. It was a great plan. It needed a royal priesthood. All he all had to be covered. All human beings, all people, they belong to God, they were created by God for a purpose. And therefore, the Aaronic priesthood didn't cover all the people, it covered the children of Israel. Whereas the Aaronic priesthood just covered the sin of the people by animal blood, the Melchizedek priesthood, which is Jesus' priesthood, blotted all the sin so much so that the offender is like he never sinned. He becomes a new creation where the old is gone and behold the new has come. This is the royal priesthood. This is the grand plan of God. This is what the Lord desired for you and me. And this is what is in the cards for God for the Halula mission. In Jesus' name, we will go and represent God and work with God and transform them where the old order will go because of forgiveness and blotting and the finished work of the cross of Calvary. And they become new. They start worshipping and serving the Lord, believing in the word, believing in the in the words of Jesus, testifying with their mouths, joining in the mission and serving God and rescuing their lives 
changing their story from sin and death and destruction and suffering to the story of abundance, full life, repentance, and believing and obeying and following Jesus in Jesus' name. This we find in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And this is the word we will declare for the Halula mission. This coming mission as we witness. We will say, behold, all things have become new because of the finished work of Calvary, because of the royal priesthood, because of us obeying the commission, obeying the Holy Spirit, being led of the Holy Spirit and obeying the command to go ye to all nations and preach and adopting these Halula people. We told the Lord, we are ready to work with you by your spirit, by your help, through your strength, that you may take all the glory and that they might be saved, that behold, the, all things are become new because of a full transformation of a sinner to a saint in Jesus' name. And this was the original divine plan of God for the redemption of the world. Jesus became sin that we may become his righteousness, that we may be saved from judgment because we were non-believing and those following Satan and we were following Satan and his plan of hating and fighting the work of God because he knows he is judged and his days are numbered. So he is coming to confuse and deceive with lies so that he can deceive as many as possible because he understands that the time is short. The more reason why we should go and preach Christ in the Halula mission, why we should get ready prepare our hearts, the systems of our hearts, that the Lord will fill them with his word, with his quickened word, with his anointing, with his water, with his oil, and upon which the oil shall burn a continuous flame like a lighthouse producing the light, and this light it is the power the Lord is going to use to create a halula and the dark spaces will open for the Lord and the blessings of God shall come and the halula people will not be operating under closed heaven under the bondage of Satan but they shall be operating at an open heaven because of a, of a halula and the blessings of Lord we shall come to the people they shall know God shall be friends of God and like Joseph when was heading to Laban's place, they shall see a radar coming from heaven because of the halula. They shall see the heaven and the ladder and the angels descending and ascending, meaning there is an open heaven, there is an altar, there is a visitation, and that is the halula. We shall begin 
with us in Jesus' name. The plan of God to save the entire world through Jesus Christ was marked by Jesus himself breathing to the disciples and then shortly after sending the Holy Spirit during the day of Pentecost. We read this in John chapter 20 and verse 22. And when he had said this, he breathed, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Now, the Lord has breathed in us and spoken that we receive the Holy Ghost. This is profound. The Holy Ghost was sent for a purpose to strengthen us, to remind us, to reawaken the anointing and the prophesied word in us to make us effective, powerful witness so that we, we by power we shall go to the mission field to establish and institute the royal priesthood in Jesus' name. Because as the word of God says in First Peter chapter 2 and verse 9, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, an holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should shew forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. This is what the priesthood does. It calls us out of darkness into marvelous light. And this is the law royal priesthood, the model we are going with to create a halula, marvelous light piercing through darkness, age-old darkness, age-old traditions, and dominions, and the powers, and the principalities, all defeated. Because what? The mandate of the royal priesthood is ordained at the throne's level, the highest level in the highest. If the Lord is in the throne, the highest part of the throne, the righteous right hand of the Father, is where Jesus is seated, is where the command was issued, is where the plan, the salvation plan, the redemption plan was planned. Listen to this. Our salvation and the salvation of the Halula people and the plan for the royal priesthood was established by a command, by a decree from the highest levels, the throne levels, so that the humanity, human race, the people will be reconciled together with the Lord because of the fall. And the ministry of Jesus as, as a priesthood modeled 
all through from the from genesis across the scriptures across the word to, across the journeys to revelation that was thus ordained now what is binding and holding the halula people is othered at the dominion level which is way below the throne's level where the command was issued and therefore a command from on high from the thrones cannot be negated by activities and commands and plans and uh, bodages and demons mandated from the dominions the dominions must bow they cannot cancel that which the lord ordained from the thrones so when we go to the mission field what we are confronted with it is the powers and from the principalities and the dominions way below our lord our god the throne upon which our power comes from and the strength we are serving with it is the strength from the thrones it is the power from the thrones it is jesus commandment and he said we ask anything and the father will do it for us so the first thing we are going to ask it's the defeating of the throne of the dominions because the thrones are powerful it is where we are coming from it is where we are drawing our power it's where we are drawing our mudded it's where we are drawing our source of everything that we do dominions and whatever else is below is therefore null and void when we establish that which is ordained from the throne it cannot be cancelled it cannot be negated it cannot be negotiated it cannot be questioned the lord is with us in halula mission and he is seated on the throne where he issued this edict and he gave us the mandate so strong so when you are serving and laboring in god's mission remember christ breathed in them then pentecost pentecost came the lord breathed in adam and he stopped being a work of clay and mud he became he received an inner man he became a living soul and spirit something that can worship the lord something that the lord loved something that is going to execute god's mandate when the breath of the lord comes is the spirit that comes and transforms ordinary into extraordinary that is why when they were breathed into when the day of the pentecost came the assistants were already shaken prepared already feeling and the holy spirit just came to fill to the bro to the brim and to overflow this is the surety that when you are serving god we can only win he has never lost let's do it god's way in god's time in god's method in his strength in jesus name when the lord breathed in his apostles the same case by faith he has breathed with us in us 
and sent us and has given us an express command to go out. Indeed, the spoken word that we receive, the Holy Ghost comes with the power. This is expressly meant for God's mission and in our case, the Halula mission. I repeat, when Christ breathed in them and he spoke to them that they will receive the Holy Ghost, it was expressly meant for his mission to spread the word to the ends of the world. And that is the same command, the same edict that we are going with to the Halula mission, expressly meant that we go and represent Christ from his breath with the power and the leading of his spirit. Therefore, we can only be good, faithful, fearless witnesses of the Lord to the Halula mission and wherever else the Lord is going to lead us as we purpose to win souls for the kingdom of God. We will evangelize not just the Halula, but the entire world in general. We are not going to limit our God. There is nowhere we can't go when the Spirit of the Lord is upon us, breathed in us, and rained upon us with strong indicators of weed and fire. It is done. It is thus established. We have all that is needed for the Halula mission. Note kindly, the words of Jesus above carries the weight of a decree or a command. That is why I say with confidence that it is done. It is established from the throne. And that is the only thing we need, the express written order from the throne from God himself through Christ Jesus as manifested and as by the leading of the Spirit of God. Jesus just breathed on us and in us yet again. Once more, I feel Jesus breathing in me. We are now set to preach Christ and witness our Savior and King. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to pour out conviction to the particular Halula people and then position them for us the way he positioned the Samaritan woman at the well of Jacob shortly before Jesus and John arrived. We are asking for the conviction for the Halula people. But conviction for what and how? Listen to this. John chapter 16, verse 8 to 11. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me of righteousness because i go to my father and you see me no more of judgment because the prince of this world is judged the holy spirit will convict of sin he will convict 
convict of righteousness and he will convict of judgment. Sin as separation from the fall, separation from God because of the fall, and the restoration by the finished work of the cross. That is how sin, the conviction of sin will look like. The Halula people will be convicted by the Spirit of God that the sin separated them from God since the fall. And they will also be convicted that through the finished work of the cross of Calvary, they will be restored because the Lord ordained and made a plan for restoration through the royal priesthood, through Christ Jesus. Then righteousness as the perfection of Jesus, as the sacrifice of the propitiation to pay all the legal demands of sin, which is ultimate death. We are praying for the conviction of the Harula people to take Jesus as the righteousness, as the righteous perfect sacrifice for their sin, and as the worthy full demand of the legal, the legal terms of their sin, which is death. The wages of sin is death, but Jesus and his righteousness and his perfection have fitted the bill to pay for this. And this conviction will lead them into accepting Jesus and believing Jesus. And we trust the Holy Spirit to bring this convic conviction in Jesus' name. Because the righteousness of Jesus fits the atonement bill. That which is demanded and written in the charge sheet, it is fully paid for by the atoning power in the blood of Jesus the royal priest, our saviour, meaning that the sin is rendered powerless for those who will believe in Christ. And this is what we are asking the Spirit of God to convict the Halula people. Let this be our prayer for our friends in the Halula mission. Every day, every time, pray for the Halula people that they are going to receive the conviction of sin and righteousness and judgment. And judgment, talking of judgment, it is because Satan is already judged and all those following him will eventually be judged if they continue with their unbelief and deny Jesus and the finished work. Presently, they have denied Jesus automatically, meaning they are following Satan and the Holy Spirit of God will convict them of judgment of Satan and their own judgment for following him to deny Christ. Let us pray in earnest for the conviction of sin, righteousness, and judgment as we pray for Halula mission and the coming mission journey where we will witness Christ. Now, brethren, are you ready to pray for the spirit of conviction to be poured among the Halula people that they may turn away from unbelief? Pray for us too that coming next mission 
we will be equipped by the Holy Spirit for the witness in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We honor you. We worship you. We invite you in our lives to teach us how to prepare for your mission. Build within us the systems that are going to contain the anointing enough to pull down dominions, powers, and stronghold to make way for a halula come straight from the thrones of heaven. As you are with the Jacob, as he was going to Laban's place, you visited him at the altar, and he said, truly, the Lord is here, that we didn't know. I pray that there will be a halula, and the people shall be convicted, and they shall uh, see the light and the glory of God through the altar we are going to establish through the royal priesthood. And they shall say with Jacob, truly, the Lord is here with us we didn't know. And this will cause them to believe and they will turn away from their wickedness. They shall accept Christ and they shall be born again. Jesus, help us, strengthen us. And Holy Spirit of God, we pray you shall pour your spirit your anointing, the spirit of conviction of sin, righteousness, and judgment on one heart, and the spirit that was with the, in the day of Pentecost, that the one Jesus breathed, and the one that came with weed and power, and it shall be with us as we witness, and signs and wonders shall follow us because we shall not be the same again when the Christ breathes in us and when the Spirit of God has come upon us. We declare and decree by the grace of God, by the strength of God, by the working of the Spirit of God, we shall witness the Lord shall facilitate everything the way he did to Jesus at John at the well. He positioned the right woman at the right time and the right place and through her there was a revival in Samaria. You shall position the right people in different places as we witness, O Lord, and through them and through your leading and guidance there shall be a revival within the Halula mission by the grace of God. For this I pray, believing and trusting in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And I ask the same way he asked me to ask anything of the Father, that we need this mission and we are going to receive that we may labor successfully. May your strength manifest, may your grace manifest, may your breath manifest, may your power manifest, may your signs and wonder manifest in this coming mission in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.